Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. It's your Roman Monroe. How's it going, everyone? Well, today's episode of Pop Culture, I am joined by a very incredible human. Everyone, please welcome Dre Lauren. Dre, how's it going? It's good. I don't think I've ever been called an incredible human before, so I appreciate that. <laughs> um, no, it's going good. What's up? Oh, you know, just here, happy that you agreed to be on the podcast. <laughs> no, of course. I appreciate you for reaching out. I didn't even know this is something you were doing. So um, I definitely got to check out check out your other one. Thank you. Thank you. It is much appreciated. So on today's episode of Pop Culture, we are going to be doing a bit of an interview and, you know, seeing what Dre has been up to. You guys have no idea what he does, who he is, and he's going to tell us himself right now, Dre. A slight introduction. Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, so um, Dre Lawrence. So basically, I'm from a town called Joliet, um, which is south suburbs of Chicago. So, you know, a lot of people that aren't from here, I just always say Chicago, but um, Joliet is, is where I'm from, and I always rep my town, so <laughs> um, I'm a DJ, and I'm also a music producer, so um, I've been DJing since 2013, and um, I actually got into music production during the pandemic, actually, so that's what I do. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you for sharing that. So, like we said, when I first open this thing up it's been a minute <laughs> um I met you when we were in college and we were both dancing around and <laughs> you you did have a setup at that point yeah. in time and I just what actually just fully launched you into music you said you started off during COVID what was that catalyst for you so music production was something that I had always well, I'm not going to say always, but I, I had been wanting to get into for a few years. And I just, well, <laughs> I can't say that I didn't have the time. I just honestly never took the time to like really, really, you know, get into it. And obviously with the pandemic, we had plenty of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. During the pandemic, I, well, the, really the start of the pandemic is when I really got into it. I planned around it, just learned a lot of stuff watching YouTube and uh, taught myself, you know, producing music and stuff like that. And then I got into it and I really loved it. Like literally after like the first couple few weeks, I loved it. And it really comes from years of I've always loved music in general. You know, like as long as I can remember, I've always loved music. You know, there was always music playing in my house, you know, when I was younger. I'm always listening to music now, you know, when I cook, when I clean, when I'm working out, when I'm taking a walk, like I'm just music is just a big part of my life overall. And so just really being, um, listening to so much music in my life and then being inspired by certain types of music is what really, really got me interested in, you know, trying to create my own. And so beginning of the pandemics, like I said, started getting into it. And then like fast forward, I actually released my first song June, June of last year. Um, so that was really, really cool. 
to be able to like literally release like my own like official song like it's 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 on spotify it's on apple music like wherever like on all platforms that artists are on my music is there too so like that's so crazy to me to even think about it you know but um but yeah so started got that song out and then i uh, eventually ended up releasing an ep with four songs on it in july I actually released it on my birthday last year so that was cool got some some real cool like feedback from it from friends and just people like on twitter things social media things like that and then since then i've been fortunate enough i did a, a collaboration ep with a friend of mine from high school who's a rapper um so we did that released that i believe that was in october of last year and then now i'm working on my full first album that's that's what i'm working on right now and then I've released a couple singles and stuff, you know, uh, this this year. And then I actually also released an instrumental um, album um, a couple months ago. So that was some pretty cool. Um, so yeah, right now I'm just working on, um, you know, working on my my first full album, which has always been kind of like a, a dream in a sense of mine. Sorry, that was a lot. <laughs> worries you're totally fine we are here to get to know you to get to know your work um yes you released your first song last year low 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 like i said we are here to learn about you to learn about your music to learn about your process everything so do not apologize for talking about what you do that is why you are here to talk about your passions like i said i appreciate um i've been listening to serenity i work from home so it's definitely okay. kept me oh, focused okay. and, and grooving today. <laughs> I, wow, I found it very, so no problem. I found it very interesting um, in comparison to like the previ previous works that you had done music wise. I, I really do like them. I am going to post one of your songs at the end of this podcast to end it off after, you know, I do my edits and all <laughs> But I'm going to put one up and everyone should definitely go follow him on Spotify, on Apple Music, anywhere that you listen to your music. He is there. Follow, like, share, support. It is very important. Do it. Yeah, I'm demanding it you. or I'm, anything. I'm so glad to know that you are. <laughs> I'm so glad to know that you're listening to it. So my, so Perla actually is the one that kind of like inspired me to do it because she was getting ready to study for a big exam. And so she was kind of like, ah, oh, man, I like, I like listening to music when I'm studying, but then like I get carried away because I start singing and you know, all those different types of things. And she was like, it'd be good to have some, some music that doesn't have lyrics. And I was like, okay. So yeah, that, that's basically what actually inspired me to do it. And then so for, and I actually have another friend that told me that she had listened to it too. And for you to tell me that you've been listening to it is that's that's definitely a great feeling. So I, I definitely appreciate that. And for those of you that don't know, Perla is his lovely fiance. Congratulations, by the way. Y'all are such a cute couple. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and since he said she inspired that one, let's talk about your inspirations as far as the creation of your songs and how they come about. Man, okay. So I'm going to kind of start from the beginning in a sense. Um, 
so like I said, I've, I've grown up always listening to many different types of music, you know, hip hop, R&B, reggaeton, bachata, you know what I mean? Like so many different types of music, um, even like some rock music, you know what I mean? Like so many different styles of music. Some of my biggest inspirations, I'll say as, as artists, definitely Usher, definitely uh, Jermaine Dupri, Teddy Riley. Those are like uh, producers. Those are like huge inspirations for me. Like I pretty much love like everything that they've done, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I could T.I., Chris Brown, like I could list off a bunch of different um, inspirations as far as music that I've heard and that I've enjoyed and kind of inspired me in different ways. As far as the music itself, and this it's funny because you mentioned uh, that the, the instrumental album that I did was different than a lot of the other music that I had put out. And the reason for that is, and, and I don't know if this is necessarily a bad thing or a good thing, but because I've you know, always been interested in so many different types of music. It's it's kind of been hard for me to only do one style of music. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, I I've been playing around with all these different tracks and stuff like that, and it's like I can't really stay in one lane. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I can't only do R&B. I can't only do this because I I also like Latin music. You know what I mean? I also like you know, these other styles of music. And so it, it actually has been kind of hard for me, which is actually one of the reasons that it has taken me a little bit longer to do um, to do this album because I'm just trying to really, really make sure that I, you know, that I really have the music that I want to have on there. Like I said, I don't know if that's really a bad thing or a good thing, just because, like, I'm always, like, okay, I could do this, I could do this type of song, I could do this type of song, I could do that type of song, you know? So that is one of the reasons why the, the, the instrumental album does sound different, just because, like, I'm always making, like, different styles of, of music. So um, as far as, like, inspirations, like, man, there, it's, there's nothing specific that I would say necessarily inspired me, unless it's, like, someone's story. Like, like I actually wrote... <laughs> Um, for example, I wrote a song. So one of my cousins was having some like relationship, um, issues <laughs> and, uh, she was telling me about it or whatever. And I actually ended up writing a song kind of using that as an inspiration. So not exactly about her situation, but kind of use that as an inspiration. So a lot of times it could be like, someone could be telling me a story or I could see something on TV or I could hear another song. So yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a few things that that I could definitely use that as inspiration for sure. Or it could obviously be things that I've that I've thought about or gone through in the past, things like that. So, yeah, yeah and that's why I said you're an incredible human because it takes a lot of not just knowledge but empathy to be able to create by listening to someone else's story and being able to put it out there in such a beautiful way is very very admirable. Um, I have played even today before the interview going in, I was like, you know, let me run through all of these songs. <laughs> and I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listening and I'm like, yep, no, that's still my favorite. Uh, Wait, which, so which one's your favorite? <laughs> so my favorite, see, I have favorites based okay. on like per EP and. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so too, my me. favorite. 
my favorites from standby are obviously low 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 because it was your first release so special place in my heart and dj turn it up then from realistic expectation i mean all three are phenomenal but my favorite is extra because i strive to be extra for the rest of my life um besides releasing serenity which is your acoustic your instrumental sorry um let's talk about shy town beat and contagious how did those two come about (laughs) so man so so before i can get on that i'm gonna say too like as much as like you have like favorites or like other people have favorites like i have favorites too like i've actually had songs that like i didn't really like as much that i've released (laughs) you know what i mean and it's so funny because when you hear these celebrities these artists talk about things you really don't understand until you're in that situation it's like we have these 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 favorite artists and we're like man why is it why is it taking rihanna so long to release an album or why is it you know what i mean and it's like oh my god it's been it's been a year it's been two years it's been three years right but like now that i'm actually like in the process and obviously not trying to compare myself to them at all but like now that i'm in that i guess creative process like i do understand because it's like if if you truly truly care it's like okay it's like it's almost like it's it's not where you want it to be yet so then you just keep going you just keep going you know but yeah so contagious was contagious is probably let me see is that my favorite man it's like in my it's one of my favorite for sure it's like top two or three um but yeah so contagious was actually it's a funny story so i created the beat or whatever i was you know working on it like late one night and then i kind of started just hearing words in a sense to it so i actually went out (laughs) and took a walk outside on my like you know outside in front of my house and um and wrote it (laughs) Uh, and I wrote like half of it that like half of the song that night. And then I ended up finishing it like a couple of days later or whatever. And ended up sending it over to um, the guy that did the vocals. And, and it, when he sent it back, like, I loved it. You know what I mean? And then I was like, okay, like, this is this is definitely going to be something that I release. It's going to be like my first single off my album. Like, I ended up doing a video to it or video for it. And I released it actually on New Year's, like New Year's Day or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's definitely like one of my favorites for sure. It's like, I just love like the smoothness of it. Um, and I feel like, and obviously I'm biased, but I feel like the lyrics and I feel like it's just a good song actually kind of like about something. So yeah. And then um, Shy Town Beat, <laughs> that was, man, that was just like a fun one. Like I, <laughs> I was playing around one day and like, obviously I don't even know if you know, but like, I like to dance a lot too. And so, you know, being when we were younger and like high school and house parties, like the, the big thing was like juke music and like, you know, footworking music and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I wonder if I can make one of those. Like that, that's just literally what I was I'm like. I wonder if I can make one of those. And I started working on it, started doing it. And that's what came out. And I was like, man, like, I really like this. And, and literally, and like, I swear to you that night, I was like, man, this, this sounds, this sounds like a Chi-Town beat. Like, it, it sounds like a Chicago type of song. And that's literally what I named it. And, like, literally, right after I said that, I wrote the entire song. Like, literally right after that. And I was just like, 
in my mind kind of okay what what are the things about chicago like what are the things that are special about the city so that's how i was talking about like you know like jj fish and chicken you know what i mean like lakeshore drive and um soldier field the bear all this different type of stuff so that's how that came out <laughs> so that was just, that was just one i was just having fun with you know and that definitely comes out in the song i'm like this it I did a thing and I was playing everything on shuffle one day and I was like, it like came out of nowhere and I was like, wait, hold on, <laughs> come back. <laughs> I like it. I really do. And like you said, it is a fun song and same. I was like, wow, this, this reminds me of a house party. And I was like, I, yes, yes, I'm here for the song. <laughs> so one, of my, one of my friends, I don't know if you, you know, Alex, went to concordia alex yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. when he heard it he called me he's like dude he's like i'm in the gym and like i just want to start footworking <laughs> and i was like all right that was that was the purpose so we're good <laughs> it it really did serve its purpose you're not you're not wrong on that one <laughs> my gratitude for you listening to the music that's all i appreciate it <laughs> It's, it's what I do here. I listen to, you know, one of the things that I try to do with pop culture, with this podcast, is just offer a space for all of you to come on here and talk about what you do and why you do it and why you love it. I mean, that's, of course, I'm going to listen to the music. <laughs> of course, I'm going to do everything that I can to support. And that's one of the things that I, I always tell everyone. I'm like, if I'm able to, I will. Um, if not, I will shout out as much as I can. Hey, go support <laughs> until I can myself, but no problem. I'm happy to, and you make great music. So if you didn't, I'd be like, yo, Dre, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's so funny because like, and I'll just definitely sh shout out, you know, what you're doing. And like, <laughs> you literally are always one of the per first people to like my pictures on Instagram, like literally all the time. And like, I just literally, I'm like, man, like, I man, thank you. Like literally all the time, you were one of the first. <laughs> no problem. Happy to support. I'm very, very happy. And like I said, thank you for the music. It It is a very broad spectrum of different styles. And even like, Everyone listening in the description, when you see it, when I saw it on Spotify, I was like, it is so spot on because he literally says he makes all types of music and doesn't focus on just one genre, which I mean, I don't blame you. Same. I grew up with so many different types of music that like this one person one time was like, what's your favorite band? And I was like, well, I have a lot um, and not just bands. So I don't know what to tell you. And she's like, you have so many favorites. I'm like, well, I listen to so many types of music. It's it's kind of hard to really stick to one. And I think you are encompassing that very well. Um, it's it's not coming off choppy in any means or weird or which I understand why your album is taking so much longer because you are trying to mesh everything to like a good flow. And honestly, I think you will. I'm very excited to hear it when it comes out. I will Me definitely <laughs> be tuning in. <laughs> so, state of the industry. Like you said, you released during 2020, majority of your mm -hmm. releases. Do you think 
you know, had we not had the pandemic, that you would be where you are now with your music and, and creating and all of that? No, I, and I actually say this all the time, like, this is the, the one good thing that came out of the pandemic for me. Like, this is a huge positive because, like I said before, I, I had been wanting to do get into music production for probably three to four years prior to the pandemic. And I just never took the time to do it. So, um, no, yeah, like I like I said, this is one positive thing that came out of the, the pandemic for me. And I definitely do not think if we had, this sounds terrible, but if we did not have a pandemic, um, that I would have even made this much progress and been able to, to have done what I've done so far. Definitely not. Okay. Okay. I mean, honestly, same. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I've been doing the podcast for a year, which pandemic. (laughs) Um, And honestly, I, I definitely can, can relate to that. If, if it weren't for the pandemic, I would not have found myself as invested into my arts as I am now and you know life happens and all that but speaking of life and things happening if by some I don't know weird happenstance of of the universe if you weren't making music and you weren't dancing what would you be doing I wasn't making music and I wasn't DJing you said what would I be doing yeah or oh, DJing so, or dancing or dancing <laughs> so do you mean like in terms of in the arts specifically uh-huh. or just in general so in, in general the arts. so well I'll oh. say this so you know DJing and, and producing that is those are um part-time and just things that I love to do so those are not my um, like my full-time job or whatever. So what I actually do do as my full-time job is um, I work at a school with uh, at-risk students. So that's, that is my full-time job. Um, and I love it. <laughs> um, so that, you know, like I said, DJing is, you know, it's part-time. I make a very good amount of money doing it. And I, I do love doing it. And the music production is something that I just love, just, you know, love doing. So, so yeah, that's what I would say. Like I, my, my full-time job, like, I really, really do love it. That is so sweet. And you said no one's called you an incredible human before. See, you just keep proving what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, art-wise, what would you do if it wasn't music? Um, I Actually, probably, this is the first thing that's coming to mind. Honestly, I'd probably do, like, photography or something. I actually enjoy taking pictures and, like, editing pictures and stuff. Like, I actually weirdly enjoy it. Um, like, I actually, I spend a good amount, well, I'm not going to say a good amount of time, but I actually do um, put in work on the things that I do post on my Instagram in terms of the pictures and the videos and stuff. Um, and I actually enjoy that. So I would, I would say probably, like, photography. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I I love editing pictures, but when I edit videos for like YouTube and stuff, not the most fun. Uh, <laughs> that editing no process. 
kills me. <laughs> you know what it is? It like so obviously like over time you'll get better and you'll learn like different things to to do to become like more efficient, right? Like and that's really what I think is like most important is like learning like what things you can do to make it make the process go faster and you can be more efficient about, you know, what it is that you're actually doing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. for example, for example, um when I like I'll go and DJ live sometimes. Like I'll DJ live like on Twitch or like Facebook and stuff sometimes. So like I'll make up like a flyer to, you know, to post it up and say, hey, I'm doing this, you know, Thursday at five o'clock, whatever, whatever. And so I used to always just make it from scratch, like literally just make it from scratch, which like I can do it. But then like one day I thought about it, I'm like, okay, if I find like something, if I make one that I really, really like, how about I just at that time that I make it literally just change the colors of it and then change and then literally like make three of them, like a Friday one and a Sunday one. And then whenever I DJ live, always do it on the same days in the same time. So then that way I don't have to make one, a new one every single time. You know what I mean? But then I still have a variety that I can kind of cycle through. So it's kind of like finding those little like tricks and stuff to, Mm -hmm. like I said, just make it, make it go a little bit faster for yourself. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the tip. I, Lord knows I need it. Um, Especially for me, it's, you know, since this also is not what I do um, for money, um, work definitely has lots to play into it and scheduling and time management. And it is, ooh, it is yeah. crazy when, when life happens and doesn't work the way you want it to, right? So you said you always had music growing up. There was always music around you. And mm-hmm. that honestly served as an inspiration of sorts for you to dive into it and it definitely influenced you and one of the things that you have mentioned throughout and this is going to be on social media itself in a social media heavy society that we do live in what advice would you have for you know teens kids other millennials anyone that you know wants to dive into the artistic industry or the music business? Um, do your research. We, you know, we, we live in a time that honestly doing things are easier than they used to be. Like literally I have a song or I have songs that are on the same platform that you can put next that literally in the same playlist as Ludacris or whatever. You know what I mean? Like we live, like things are just easier now. But with that, that means that more people are doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, I would say do your research and making sure that you're doing it. Not, I'm not going to say necessarily in the right way because there are multiple ways to do things, but doing it in the best way that is beneficial to you. And like when I first started, like I said, I, I spent a lot of time on YouTube and I still do. I still listen to videos about, you know, how to get your music out there, how to create, how to, how to, you know, better your songwriting how how to you know grow more on instagram how to you know just a lot of different things you know you can you can learn pretty much anything on youtube <laughs> so i would say yeah definitely just doing your research and just figuring out what is best for you because like and i and i actually this is actually a good example so 
as a DJ there, and a lot of people don't know this, there are different types of DJs, right? So there are, you know, you have your, your, D, your club DJs, right? So they basically just do, they do nightclubs and like lounge and bar. That's, that's what they do. Like, so they're the people, they, they go, you know, they go to the club, set up, you know, their laptop, boom, and go, right? Or, or they might even do like big festivals and stuff. So you have those types of DJs. Then you have like bedroom DJs that just kind of do it at home for fun and do like family, you know, stuff like that. And then you have like mobile, um, mobile DJs, which is what I'm considered. So like I do like private events. So I do weddings. I do, you know, birthdays and bar mitzvahs and, you know, school events and prom homecomings, all these different types of stuff. So I actually go to places and do these private events. Um, and then you also have like kind of like producer DJs that do like they're the ones that make the remixes and all that different type of stuff. So it's like, you know, there's different types of, of things you can be, you know what I mean? It's like figuring out what you want, you know what I mean? Like that, that is very, very like important. And like for me, I knew early, well, I'm not going to say early on, but like within the last few years, yes, it would be cool to be like a bar or a club DJ because there's the ones that, you know, if you can get into a club or, or, or a bar, you know, it's nice to have something that's stable and it's, you know, every Friday I'm at this club, every Friday I'm at this bar or whatever it is. And that's nice. Cause obviously it's consistent money. Um, you don't have to, you know, be looking for gigs and stuff like that. Um, but also at the same time, like the negatives of that is it is every Friday, it is every Saturday or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe, on that Friday, maybe you do have something you want to do. Or maybe on that Friday, maybe there's another gig that you can do that pays more. <laughs> um, you know, and then also, too, it's all always late nights. So a lot of DJs are, you know, 10 to 2 in the morning, you know. So every Friday, you're getting home at 3 o'clock or 2.30 or whatever. So, like I said, it you know, for me, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. And I've, I've been very, very, very fortunate um, in the, the career that I have as a DJ, like I said, I've done so many different types of, of events. Um, like I can't even really think of an event that I haven't done. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've done events for like huge companies. I've done gigs for McDonald's and Cadillac and, you know, all kind of different big corporations and stuff. Like I've been very, very fortunate. Um, and so I'm, you know, obviously open to continue it and events are coming back now, which has been great. So, yeah, so like to kind of bring it back, um, just kind of do your research and then also just know exactly like where you want to be and know what lane you want to go down. Because there are different ones and you will need like different skills or different um, knowledge to be able to navigate through um, whatever, I guess, path that you choose. Thank you. Thank you for, for the advice. And that is true. You know, every, every segment of the industry, whether it is music, whether it is physical art, whether it is dance has their niches of, of categories of things that you can go into and researching, researching and lots of researching because it takes so much time. It's like for me, building an episode of a podcast is not just sitting on here and 
talking about something, it's actually going and finding articles and, and looking at all these other things and, you know, how am I going to fit it into what's going on to current times? And not to interrupt you, but like agreeing with you, like another thing is like, you got to be willing to put in the work, right? Because, mm -hmm. because so many people are doing these things, um, you have to somehow be able to stand out, right? So for you, like, you know, being, being a podcaster, there's a lot of people trying to get into podcasting, right? Like, you could be the person that literally just records it on your phone or something and just posts it, right? Doesn't do any editing, right? Doesn't, you know, doesn't uh, come up with a cool, a cool flyer for the, or, the, or a cool, like, promo pick or something for it, whatever, right? But you got to be able to put that work in, like, for me, talking about like editing and Instagram, like I take a lot of pride in what I post um, because I, I do, I do care about how it looks and how it's presented because I do understand that, you know, now going back to what you said, now social media is such a big part of society that, you know, basically your social media in a sense is almost like your website <laughs> in a sense, right? Like when you go, when people come to, to, to someone's Instagram, like if they're coming to you looking for a service, they're going to look how your Instagram looks. They're going to, that's how they're going to judge your service before they even get to the information about what they're looking for. Right. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's just, is what it is. And I, like I said, I take a lot of pride in, in my Instagram just because like, I want to be able to potentially get gigs out there, which I have, like I've had, um, like actually, I don't know if you, um, I don't know if you know her, but like I've actually gotten, I did a wedding of someone for that went to Concordia with us just from mm -hmm. like her hitting me up on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So, and I've gotten a few events like that. So um, you definitely have to be willing to put the extra work in because it's, yes, you can do these things. Yes, you can say it's easy to do a podcast or it's easy to put on music or it's easy to do all these things, but it's not easy to do it and make it good quality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it takes Sorry, interrupting. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine don't worry like I said conversation style we can keep this going <laughs> no honestly it it is a a lot of work to and a learning experience as you go along and consistently learning and that's one of the the things that I discovered early on is that it's not you just learn one thing and you're done. No, it's you learn that that one thing and then all the other forms of it that come after, because we do live in a very technology and media heavy society, which means that things must adjust as everything else does. So it is it's work. It's work. And and I especially when I, so I've done episodes where I record outside and I just bring as little as I possibly can without having to lug a double of like everything on CTA. So I'm like, yeah. I'll bring my microphone, I'll plug my Yeti into my, into my phone. And I'm like, okay, you know, we're going to try and make this as windproof as we possibly can right now. And just editing and trying to like work with the ambiance noises versus just ultimately removing it. And it's, it's a whole process. It's, it's a whole process and a half. And I'm like, you know, people have asked me, oh, you know, how, how is it making a podcast? I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. And then I'm like, hmm, I should probably tell them it's not that simple. <laughs> and they That's just a, yeah. dive right in. <laughs> so 
what is one crucial thing that you need every day? What is one thing you can't live without, especially when you are going into that process of creating music? Oh, that's a... Okay, so are we talking about a tangible thing, like an item, or are we... You know what I'm saying, or are we talking about... It could be whatever it is, whatever you want it to be. And you're saying something that, that helps me create. Yes. Okay. Um, man. I'm going to say... I want to say... Just knowledge, in a sense. Like, being able to, to draw back on past experiences... Um, and that and that really includes like music that I've heard or um, you know experiences I've that I've gone through and stuff. Because like honestly, there are some times where like I will go because I do have like kind of like my own little studio in my house and and like I'm just not feeling it right. And, like I'll go down and I'll try and create something and I'm just not feeling it right. Um, mm-hmm. So there does have to be some type of inspiration and it could be something i heard that day it could be like oh man like i i heard a song and i'm like oh man like let me like that's something that inspired me you know um so it could it could really be a lot of things i i'm sorry if i'm not really answering the question but well maybe maybe i'll say just this past experiences and knowledge of of music in general mm-hmm. you know just because that's what kind of gives me like that's almost like a a guide it's almost like a guideline for me in a sense you know mm-hmm. yeah sorry i don't know yes. if that really answers <laughs> no you're good hey you can answer however you want trust me um i'll give you a simpler question what's your favorite food favorite food oh bacon Ooh, nice <laughs> bacon i can eat bacon every single day like i like i literally could eat it every day Oh my goodness. I cannot. That is so great. So more questions for you. You said shows are happening back up. The world's opening back up, right? Mm -hmm. If you could have someone be at a live show with you, you're up there, you're DJing. Who would your ideal vocalist be? Oh, so so someone that's like singing like live from that I'm DJing for? Oh, mm-hmm. um, Usher, Usher, no question. That's not even like a hard, like, <laughs> that. that's not a hard question. <laughs> and anyone, anyone that like knows me, even like half-wise, would know that would be my answer. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> True. So, show-wise, if you could play with anyone, if you could have someone feature on your album, living or dead, what what would be the ideal song that you would piece together? Ideal song? Are you saying like who who would I want to make a song with? Basically, mm-hmm. on an album, like who uh, would your? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say Usher just because I already used that, even though that would be my answer. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> say, man, ooh, ah, that's because. Dead or alive, that's hard. Um, oh man, that's hard. I'm gonna say, 
probably Tupac or or Michael Jackson. One of those. Okay. One of okay. Those. Nice, nice choices. Nice choices there. So, if you could play anywhere in the world. Uh, if they pick, if someone picked up the phone and said, "Hey, yeah. Dre, I have a show at this location," where would that be? So this is, so I have an answer, but I'm, I, I'm gonna say something real quick before I tell you. So I would, I've actually never really been out of the country, so it's hard for me to say like Europe because like I've never actually like been there. So I'm actually gonna say. I'm going to say Vegas, like, I, because I, I love Vegas, and I feel like that's, like, the entertainment capital of the world. Um, actually, one negative of the pandemic, I actually was going to DJ in Vegas um, in March of last, literally, literally uh, the week, pretty much every, the week after everything shut down, um, I, I had a slot to DJ um at a big DJ yeah big DJ conference at one of the casinos in Vegas um and obviously the with the pandemic that didn't happen so that sucks but um but yeah probably probably Vegas oh that's so heartbreaking yeah sorry you didn't get to do that oh no well hopefully let's you know Fingers and toes crossed, hopefully you will. You know, hopefully you'll get to do that because that'd be super awesome. I feel like that'd be something on your bucket list for sure as an artist. I've definitely been fortunate enough to, to DJ in different other places besides here. I've done multiple events in Pittsburgh. I've done multiple events in like Milwaukee. So I've definitely been, you know, fortunate enough to kind of travel to some different places and, and DJ. So that's definitely been pretty cool. So I'm definitely obviously hoping um, that, you know, I could do some more in the future. So with every good, there's a bad. And while you love this and, and producing and DJing, what is the most frustrating aspect of it? Not being able to... Okay, so because I'm a producer, I'm not I'm not a singer, I'm not a rapper, right? So all the songs that you've heard or people have heard, it's not me doing the vocals, right? It's people that I that I know or people I've met over the internet or whatever. So the hardest thing is creating something and writing it and not being able to have it sound how I want it to sound. Like I'll write something. And I have it I, I, in my mind. I know how I want it to sound, right? But number one, I don't sing and I don't rap, so I can't make it sound like that. Even though, like in my head, I know how I want it to sound. But then when I when I have someone else do it, like they they might not also be able to really make it sound how I have it. I have it envisioned in my head. Now, now to be fair though, the contagious song that actually came out different, and I actually liked it better than how I had it envisioned in my head. But I was, that's definitely like the hardest, the hardest thing is um, having, I guess, rely on other people to bring a song or something to life, I guess, <laughs> if that makes mm -hmm. sense. It does. 
I, I definitely get that um, to some degree. And as an artist, I'm sure you are your harshest critic. <laughs> I, it, I literally don't really, not to say I don't like listening to my songs, but like, like even Perlo will tell you this, like, I don't like listening to my songs when other people are around. Like, because I'm, like you said, like, I'm critical of it. Like, literally, like, I get uncomfortable. Like, because, like, you know, last year when, like, the Lola Lo came out, like, all my friends are, like, excited about it and stuff. So, like, we were, like, at a party one day, and they, like, and, like all these people were there, and they, like, put it on or whatever. I was, like, super uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it's part of it is, like, a confidence level of, like, I have to feel like I really like the quality of how it came out. Like, like there's some songs, like I do have a couple songs that I probably wouldn't care because I was, because I actually feel like they were good songs. Like they were good. They were good quality. Like I like how they came out and I would probably be like, like switch it up, uh, extra. And then probably like contagious. Those are probably the ones that like, if they were played or, and there were other people around, I wouldn't really feel uncomfortable about them, you know? So, and then everything yeah. else, you're like, I'm just dissecting it. <laughs> it's going along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I get that part. For example, this podcast, right? I sit here, I record it, I listen to it, I put in all the work, and then someone I know tells me they listen to it, and I, like, curl up into a ball, and I'm like, you did? Mm -hmm. Don't tell me what you thought of <laughs> Please don't tell yeah. me. <laughs> and yeah, then I like, I'll go back and I'll listen to it, and I'm like, oh no, this is the one there. Well, because I, I think like you, when someone tells you they listen to it, you definitely appreciate the support. Mm -hmm. But then there is kind of like this other thought that's like, okay, well, what do you think? Like, did you like it, or would you listen to it again? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then you're like torn between that. Yes. Tell me. And you're like, I don't, I don't know if I want to know right now. <laughs> yeah. Tell me later. <laughs> and I think that's really just because like you care like that. I think that's what shows like you, you, you genuinely care about whatever you are presenting to the world. <laughs> that is so true. And, and one of the things is you can't, at least for me, what I feel is you can't go into the arts not caring. You have to care about what it is you do because as an artist, we ourselves have been inspired by other artists, other creators, and, and to put something that there's no heart behind, I don't know, seems empty to me. Well, there, that's how it should be, but there are definitely people out there that don't uh, feel that way. So yeah. it's what it yeah. is. Sad but true. Well, we have very nearly reached our hour mark of, <laughs> of this interview. I just very much wanted to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for agreeing to be on Pop Culture, for sharing your thoughts and a bit of your process and the magic behind the chaos and the chaos behind the magic that you put out into the world and I really appreciate it. I appreciate the music. Keep making music. Again, you are an incredible person. You are very talented. 
whether it is producing, DJing, dancing, um, helping at-risk kids, like you are a very, very brilliant individual. And, you know, thank you. Thank you for agreeing to be on here and having this conversation with me about life and music and all that. No, um, no, thank you. Um, thank you for your support and listening and um, having me on here. Like if you ever want, I actually love doing stuff like this. I actually like Perla and like my cousin will tell you, like, I love to talk. So I love doing stuff like this. So if you ever want me to do it again, like just let me know. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I said, thank you. Thank you. Um, I actually even one thing I didn't mention is, uh, is like my, my clothing that I've been doing too. So I actually yeah. have like, yes, um, your merch. Talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I got my merch and I, I know we only got like a minute, but yeah, I got oh, you're my fine, merch. you're fine. Um, it's draylaurenbeatsmerch.com. So I got t-shirts, hoodies, crew necks. Um, I got masks also as well. So that was actually something else that I was like, you know what? I wonder if I could do that. And then I just like researched it on YouTube and kind of found out like how to do it. And then I did it. <laughs> I need to buy, I need to buy some of it. And I'm definitely going to be linking everything in in the post in the podcast all of it everyone's gonna have all the links all the handles <laughs> but again thank you i appreciate you being on pop culture like i said at the end of this episode you will be hearing one of his songs and ironically one of his favorites was also one of my favorites which is contagious and that is the <laughs> one that i had picked to play at the end of this episode so that was kind of perfect i was like if he likes any other song i have to change it <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much. And I, you said reach you out, reach you out. I can't word reach out and hit you up. If we ever want to do this again, I most definitely will, especially after you release your album. Oh, we will get on here and discuss it. <laughs> For sure. I'm, I will definitely, once it is finished, have a lot to say. So, well, that was the interview. I hope that all of you enjoyed it so much. Um, like I said, I am going to be mentioning all of Dre's handles and website information. So, you know, pen, paper, write it in your notes, whatever you have to, but you will write it down. <laughs> First and foremost, please, 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 please go visit his website buy yourself some merch. Um, it is www.drelaurenbeats.com. That is www.drelaurenbeats.com. And on there, you can also find links to all of his platforms, but I'm still going to tell them to you anyways, regardless. <laughs> Um, to follow his IG at Dre Lauren Beats, Twitter at Dre Lauren, YouTube DJ Dre Lauren, as well as his Facebook page under DJ Dre Lauren. Dre, again, thank you so much. I am so, so grateful that you agreed to come on to Pop Culture. I'm so happy that we had such an awesome conversation around music and what art means to you and and what you do and the role that it plays in your life. Um, so grateful again. Thank you, thank you, thank you a million times over. 
As always, my lovely hummingbirds, um, les mando mucha paz, muchos besos, y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, many kisses, and reminding you to always look up at the moon. Follow me on all my handles, at Dressitswifey, at Iamonroe3, at Ellen I promise I'll stop slacking. Um, <laughs> and yeah, to end off the episode, um, we're going to end off with Contagious by Dre Lauren, and I hope all of you love it. Not as much as I did. I'm going to love it more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I hope you guys really enjoy it. Definitely go and check them out. And yeah, stay tuned for the next episode where I'm going to have a little announcement about pop culture. Okay, that's it. That's all I have for y'all. Enjoy the song. Love you. Bye. Dre Lauren. Dre Lauren. Got that flavor No one can do it better than you